Blog Talk Radio. With your hands lifted up straight, say it like this, take the limit on Thank you. 
Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Y'all ready? 
Come on, come on, come on. It is Mission on Monday. We are excited as always. It is Mission on Monday, May the 2nd, 2022. And Taking Limits Off Radio is live. That's right. We are live broadcasting as always from the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. That's right. We're broadcasting from the birthplace of gospel music. And as always, it's your boy, your host, the one and the only Dr. Dana L. King in the studio with you today, man. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited, excited about it to be here to see y'all on another good day. Yeah, we're going to have a good, good day today. Man, I forgot to tell you to change the bit rate on the thing before the show started, but we're going to see if it's going to be all right. Because I think this new bit rate is the resolution for out there, ain't it? That's probably what the problem is. <laughs> Just thought about it. But anyway. Oh, okay. Well. All right. So anyway, I don't see no problems. I'm just saying. I'm just wondering down the line. Anyway, we are here, man. Excited, excited to be here. We got a great topic of conversation for you tonight. A great topic for you tonight. Uh, five short timers who don't really help church attendance. Huh? Five short timers that don't really help your church attendance. That's our main topic of conversation. But we're gonna talk about Naomi Judd and mental illness. We're gonna talk about that, man. We're gonna talk about it from that standpoint of it, uh, and just some of the foolishness that I've seen. Uh, from some of our people uh, talking about mental illness. And I just said, wow, I'm I'm in a bunch of different groups on Facebook. Y'all know that. So we're going to talk about that and some other things. But look, let me give you the rundown on how you, 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 and you can be a part of today's show. If you're already listening on the line, all you got to do is push one. That'll get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only, Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, chats, texts, emails, complaints, bar mitzvah requests. I do bar mitzvahs. I do bar mitzvahs, funeral requests, uh, burials, uh, last rites and executions. Anything you need to request. <laughs> Anything you need, just contact her. She'll get you over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. If you're listening via Block Talk Radio, y'all know I'm crazy. If you're listening via Block Talk Radio, send me down area code. 323-870-4375. That's the call-in number. 323-870-4375 is your call-in number. One more time for the Holy Ghost. 323-870-4375 is your call-in number. If you want to uh, f- uh, email the show, yeah, if you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's right. You can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. Dot net. Real simple, real easy to do. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to uh, follow us on Instagram, that's right. Follow us on the gram. Simple, real easy to do. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's right. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. Same thing. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can follow us on the gram. If, 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 I like that word. If you want to, uh, if you want to follow us, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio. Facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. And then the live streams are up and running. Yeah, come on in the room. Come on, come on in the room. Jesus is my doctor and he writes out all my scripture. He gives me all my medicine. 
in the room. Come on, check in. That way we are live on Facebook right now. Live, hello, hello, hello. If you're watching on Facebook, say something to somebody. Come on in. Act like you in church. Greet everybody. Come on, say something to somebody. Uh, but, yeah, that's where we are there. Uh, those of you watching on YouTube, go ahead. Do me a favor. Hit that share button. Please, 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 ma'am. Please, sir. Go ahead and hit that share button. Do us a small favor. We would greatly, greatly appreciate you for it. Uh, come on in and do that as well, as well. That is not what I wanted to log into. Uh, anyway, anyway, I was logging into TTLO, but that is not the right one. Uh, but come on in and do that. Don't forget to we are an iHeartRadio partner. What does that mean? What does that mean, iHeartRadio partner? It simply means, it simply means uh, we are a part of the iHeartMedia family, which means you can find us on the iHeartMedia app. Just do a simple search for the TTLO Media Group. Not only will you find uh, the TTLO radio show, but you'll also find all the other shows that are connected. What does that mean? Healthy Soul Talk. That's right. You'll find Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Real talk, real issues, uh, real solutions uh, with the ones, the only Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Always, always a good show. Go back and check any of those uh, processes out, any of those shows out. You will be greatly, greatly, greatly uh, satisfied with what you find on her broadcast. Amen, amen, and amen. Uh, also, also, my good brother, my good brother, the good pastor, Harold D. Washington from the Faith Works and Vision Church, he has a great, great show simply entitled uh, simply entitled the Kitchen Chronicles. It's called the Kitchen Chronicles. You can catch it all the time, all the time, somewhere around 7.15, on the TTLO uh, Media Group Network. You can catch it right there. Uh, somewhere around 7.15, 7.30 on the TTLO Media Group Network. Always a good show. But y'all know what we do. We start on Monday. We start on Mondays. We start, I'm sorry, Sundays, but I'm saying Monday. We start on Sundays with worship. We start on Sundays with worship. That is what? The Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. That's right. We start off on Sundays with praise and worship and word right here at the birthplace of gospel music. Join senior pastor Daryl in person and the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family every Sunday morning, every Sunday morning, right here on the TTLO Media Group station. But then the worship does not end there because as soon as we go off the air, right, as soon as we get done, we come right back with the Faith Works and Vision Church. That's right, my brother, the good pastor Harold D. Washington. That's right. The good pastor Harold D. Washington. Join him and the Faith Works and Vision family every Sunday right around 12, 15, 12, 30. Right around that time you can join them and it's always good. We are on uh, Spotify, iTunes. Anywhere you can download the podcast, you can find us there. Woo! Always sounds like a lot. Hey, y'all. What's going on? Uh, it is Monday. Y'all know what we do on Mondays. It's the church check-in. It's the church check-in. Y'all know what we do on Mondays. Uh, it's the church check-in. That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, that's what we do. So y'all come on and check in. Looking for what you, what church you went to yesterday. Who preached? What was the sermon title? And what was the scripture? The four piece. Church check-in. That's what it is, y'all. That's what it is. That's what it is. I'm looking forward to it. Come on and get your check-ins in. Uh, I know it's a few people already in here. Let me see if folks been speaking and doing anything. Let's see uh, what's going on, Carrie Willis. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, come on in. Come on in. Check in. Check in. Check in. Let's four piece check in. One more time. It's what church did you go to? Who?
who preached? What was the sermon title? And what was the scripture? We want to know. We want to know. We want to know. We want to know. Anyway, what's going on, uh, uh, Mrs. King? How you doing over there? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got, huh? Just. <laughs> oh God. How you be? I'd be great. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I made it through another. Look, I made. I've been through the storm and the rain. <laughs> another, another three more days. You get to change another age. Oh, these are facts. I'm like, what you talking about? Yeah, these are facts. These, 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 these are big facts. These are these are huge facts. I know, right? Chapter fifty-two. Chapter fifty-two. Yon, did come. Chapter fifty-two. How was fifty-one? Fifty-one is all right. Fifty-one been all right. Been all right. Yeah, fifty-one been all right. I ain't gonna complain. Fifty-one been all right. You complain about me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. I want to let you know. I really appreciate you. Appreciate you reminding me. <laughs> it's closed. Is it really? The complaint department is closed. That's what it's. It's like men in black. Really? You just you don't know where the building is. You just 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 done, huh? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I understand. You know, sometimes stuff happens. Uh. Anyway, I was trying to pull up this email, the one I sent you, but now I can't pull it up for some strange reason. I sent it to you, right? Yeah. So why don't you go in your send box? From where did I send it to you from, though? You sent it to Chase. No, I said where where did I send it from? Sorry, that was my oh, question. I don't know. Oh, I mean, that's, okay. that's that's helpful. Thank you so much. Oh, let me look. Let me look. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, while we're talking about that, while we're talking about that, it's no big deal. We get it together. We get it together in a minute. Uh I did want to talk about so while we waiting for some people to do the, the check in, let me see. Now y'all it's a bunch of y'all in here chilling and watching on some of these streams. I see a couple people over there, three, four people over there, four people over there, a couple people on YouTube. Y'all ain't saying nothing outside of uh, Sister Willis. Ain't nobody saying nothing. But y'all come on, say something to you. Let me know here. Anyway, a um, lot going on. So, so yeah, I will be. I, I turn. I get to celebrate uh, uh, my, my 52nd year. Carrie checked in. Who? Carrie just checked in. Oh, this? Okay. I know she spoke. I know she checked. Oh, I just missed it. Okay. She was at the EMBC, past the person. Sudden storms. <laughs> she took good notes. Sudden storms. <laughs> Uh, Mark 4, 35 through 41. Y'all know that one already. I mean, I think my graphics helped. They was cold. My graphics was they? Cold. They was cold. Really? Do I need to go back and check this? this? You, need, you need to check. I need graphics. to check to see what you did for the graphics? Yes. Do I need to be jealous of the graphics that Pastor you Person got? <laughs> Do I need to be funny acting? Did he get better graphics than, your, than, than me? Kind of hit. Then your whole up, really? What? I'm about to check out. I'm about to check out. See what you did. It kind of hit. Hello, uh, Christine Dearman from Caledonia, Mississippi. Lord have mercy. How many people live in Caledonia? That just sounds like it's eighty y'all. Caledonia, Mississippi. Where is Caledonia? Good Lord. Let me get uh uh. But Mark four thirty five forty one. That's the four piece check in. That's the, the the Bible verse that deals with, you know, when they got ready to go to the other side and the storm hit and they got scared and Jesus was chilling in the bottom of the boat. Y'all know that one. Uh, that's good, though. That's good. I'm going to check your graphics, though. I'm, I'm feeling some kind of way. I, I mean, you're going to hit the door. I ain't got time right now. It's too much confusion. I'm going to mess up something. I'm trying to do it. Oh, but I can do it first. That's okay. I, I'm, I'm, it's all good. We're going we gonna to see what you had did. Y'all like my language. Had did. Got a whole doctorate, but that's how I talk. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so that that's that. Uh, thank you for the check-in. Again, four-piece check-in. If you just popped on, we're doing the four-piece check-in. 
First piece, what church did you go to yesterday? Second piece, who preached yesterday? Third piece, what was the sermon title? Fourth piece, what was the scripture? Four piece, check in. Four piece, check in. That is right there. What church, who preached, what scripture, what sermon? That is right there. Christina says, uh, Caledonia, Mississippi is eight miles from Columbus, Mississippi. Okay. All right. What's the biggest city after that? <laughs> I don't know. Come on, dude, check in. Uh, here come Lady Brown. Lady Brown coming on in. God bless you. Come on in. But it's the four-piece check in. Yes, 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 and yes. While y'all are coming on in, getting y'all four pieces ready, getting your four pieces ready, because I'm ready. I'm ready if y'all ready. I'm ready if y'all ready uh, with the four pieces. Y'all can come on and uh, get that done. I did want to talk about wasn't it free spot or something? Uh, it was from. Um, let me see. Let me see. I, I'm gonna I'm find out in one second. It was from uh, blog free blog. It was from Blogspot, not Blogspot. I cannot remember what the name of it was, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you in a minute though. As soon as I pull up this this this, this email account uh, to see which one I sent it to you from. Uh, but I am, I wanted to ask, okay, let's see, Lady Brown, she said, Church All Nations of the World Speaker, Pastor Talat McNeely, uh, living life, a return back to the true gospel of Jesus Christ. The message, dying to live. Woo! Dying to live. Let me pull that up. Hold on. Dying to live. I, I just like, y'all know I like a good title. And if the title is, 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 is relevant to the, to the scripture, that just make it even, that, 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 that just more better. Dying to live. Let me grab some of that. Let me grab some of these scriptures. Dying to live. Dying to live. Dying to live. Let me see. Let me see. Dying to live. Dying to live. All right, here we go. It says, it says, you know, one day, my computer going to act like it really likes me. But today. But today might not be that day. All right, let's try it again. Uh, what was your title last week? <laughs> what was my title last week? Uh, what was my title last week? Um, oh, Lord. I don't remember my own sermon title last week. I should, though. What was my sermon title last week? Give me a second. What was my... Wait, wait. Hold on. What was... See, you don't remember either. <laughs> my, 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 my brain. Y'all know I'm almost 52. So that's my excuse. I don't know about Tanya's excuse. That is not even a valid excuse. You still don't know? Still don't know. Make room for the Holy Ghost. Oh, okay, that's what you was doing. Yeah, make room for the Holy Ghost. Uh, make room for the Holy Ghost. All right, let's let's let me let me grab um let me grab uh let me grab this scripture Galatians two Galatians two eleven and thirteen Galatians two eleven and thirteen. Let's see what the Bible says. We'll read the King James in the Message. It says, "But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him to the face, uh, because he was to be blamed." For before that certain came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles. But when they were come, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing them which were of the circumcision. 
and the other Jews dissembled, disassembled likewise with him in so much that Barnabas also was carried away with their dissimulation. Oh, let me get the message Bible because I know that's something in there for that for the people. Let me get, let me get again. The title was, the title was, uh, 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 where to go? Dying to live. Here we go. Message says later when Peter came to Antioch, I had a face-to-face confrontation with him because he was clearly out of line. Here's the situation. Earlier, before certain persons had come from James, Peter regularly ate with non-Jews. But when the conservative group came from Jerusalem, he cautiously, oh, I got it already. Now, that's good. He cautiously uh, pulled back and put as much distance as he could manage between himself and his non-Jewish friends. That's how fearful he was of the conservative Jewish clique that had been pushing the old systems of circumcision. Unfortunately, the rest of the Jews in Antioch church joined in that hypocrisy so that even Barnabas was swept along in the charade. My God, what's the other scripture? That's good there. That's good there. I like that. Let me get the, let me get the other one. Uh, Galatians 2. Is this still Galatians? Then 2, 16 through 19. Galatians 2, 16 through 19. No, Galatians, yeah, six, oh, Galatians 2, 16, and then 19 through 20. Let me get there. Let me get there. Let me get there. Galatians 2. I don't mean to interrupt. What you got? Did you hear about the escaped kangaroo from the Lincoln Park Zoo? You know what? You are not going to do that right now. <laughs> uh, that, that's really what you're doing right now. Right right, right, right now you're going to do that. You could have did that, but you're going to do it right now. But you're still looking you for gonna, a Bible verse. I got you. What you <laughs> Galatians 2, 16. Knowing that a man, real bogus for that, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Woo! My God. King James said it like that, huh? Let me see what the message said. Make it plain just in case somebody was a little, 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 little befuddled. By the King James Version. Let me grab 16. 16 says, uh, uh, where's that, where's that, where's that? Convinced that no human can please God by self-improvement. We believed in Jesus as the Messiah so that we might be set right before God by trusting in the Messiah, not by trying to be good. Oh, my God. What's up, William Turner? Oh, man, that's good. That's good. And then what was the last verse, uh, Felicia? The last verse was... Uh, Galatians 6, 7 through 18, 17 through 18, Galatians 6, 17 through 18, let me see, Galatians 6, 17 through 18, Galatians 6, 17 through 18, where is we at, let's go, uh, 17 says, oh, from henceforth let no man trouble me. For I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Brethren, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you in spirit. Oh, that's the right scripture. Uh, and then let me get message. Message says, same script, same scripture. Quite frankly, I don't want to be bothered anymore by these disputes. Oh, I like that. I have far more important things to do. The serious living of this faith. I bear in my body scars from my service to Jesus. May what our master Jesus Christ gives freely be deeply and personally yours, my friends. Oh, yes. I like that. I like that. That's good. We got any more church check-ins? Last time going around, church check-ins. I need a four-piece check-in. What is it? What's the four-piece check-in? What church did you go to, whether virtually or in person? Who preached? What was the scripture? And what was the sermon title? Four-piece check-in. 
Why y'all doing that in case we don't have any more? I did want to talk about something. Let me get this out the way, though. Tanya, where did Escape Kangaroo at? I don't know. Exactly. See, she, didn't even have, she just wanted to throw that in there. See, he, no, he escaped Lincoln Park Zoo. And it was on Lakeshore Drive. The kangaroo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being for real. It was for real. <sighs> you know, I had to mention it after we had watched, you know, the tiger in the show. Really? That's what we're doing? That's <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So on a on a on a on a on a uh a more uh solemn note, you all saw uh let me read Christine's uh thing real quick and then I'm gonna go back. Christine Dearman says, uh I blew out my ankle and fell flat on my back and I have a blown disc uh pushing on my rods and a blown disc with bones burnt and pushing on my spine in pain, but I know God is still on the throne, been in the bed for five months. Uh, I think Tupelo is the next city over. I think that was her responding to that. Okay. She said, I thought it was so sad, but I know God got me and the devil is a lie. She said, you sure he didn't escape 26 in California? You know what? Felicia, the kangaroo. <laughs> uh, so, so in case you all didn't know, y'all, I, I know you may not be a big fan of country music, but uh, Naomi, Naomi Judd passed away. She's the famous, the mom of the, uh, uh, what's the name of the group? Was it the Judds? The Judds. The Judds. Uh, they were a famous brother-daughter group. Uh, but Naomi passed away, and she passed away, uh, it says, of mental illness. Mental illness. She passed away from mental illness. So, uh, you know, always it's a conversation. We've had several We've had several conversations on this show about mental illness i've taken part in some um uh some uh, uh what do they call them panels and conversations uh about mental illness and depression and things like that uh preachers of suicide all those types of things and so i'm looking at i'm looking at some of um the responses that people are having uh for for this and it just amazes me it amazes me. No, it's not suicide. She didn't commit suicide. It just says she passed away from mental illness. They didn't say anything else. I don't know. Because I don't know. I've never heard of, and maybe I'm wrong, I've never heard anybody passing away from mental illness. Well, you know, you know she was... But she was deeply depressed. Yeah, she was resistant to any To drugs. all treatments. Yeah, to all drugs. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no none of the, the drugs um, that they would normally use on someone depressed... Um, would, so now, now it's coming out. Now they're saying. What are they saying now? It is, now they're saying like 39 minutes, and and as far as six hours ago, country legend died by suicide after a long time struggle with mental health. Oh. Because at first the family wasn't. Where saying where is that at? Where did you read that at? Is that, is that legitimate? Before we. I'm looking at Fox News. Um, oh. Fox let, News. Oh well. Okay. Let me let me. New York Daily News. Oh. Really. Wow, that's unfortunate. And again, it just takes you to it. It, it just. Um, but at seventy six, like wow. Yeah, it just takes you to that. I'm 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 tired of living this way, right? I'm tired of living this way. Uh, and again, I'm not. We're not gonna get into the whole suicide conversation tonight. We we we've been there, done that. But I did want to talk about. I did want to address the mental, um, the mental illness piece. I'm looking for that. Uh, to confirm, can you send me the link or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, take both of them. Because that is uh, that 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 is hard. That's that's hard to hear. 
but I get it. Um, oh, killed. Okay, I'm seeing it now. Killed herself. Uh, died by suicide. People Magazine. Wow. Fox News. Yeah, you're right. U.S. Weekly. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. That is unfortunate. Uh, that is that is, that is unfortunate. Uh, let me let me say this. It says unfortunate unfortunately treat, treatment resistant depression, and she committed suicide. People need help. Mental illness has to be addressed. So let me let me. So I, so I'm in this group. Uh, I send you all. I'm in all these different groups on Facebook. What did Dolores say? Dolores Sweet, her depression led to her committing suicide. Thank you. Okay, that's what you're talking about. I missed that part. Uh, So I'm in in these different groups, and Walter Jones, who's been on the show a couple times, once at least, uh, Walter Jones, uh, great teacher, great teacher, great Bible teacher, simply put up a post that said, rest in peace, Naomi Judd, and then he said, okay, church, can we please talk about mental illness and stop ignoring people? That's what his post said. Can we talk about mental illness and stop ignoring people? So that's what he said, right? Great post, straight to the point. That's what we did. Then you get some church folk. And this is where I have a problem. Church folk come with this response. This lady, Geraldine Hughes, writes on his post, mental illness is demonic. Oppression, depression, and or possession. Let's talk about that. She's going to say that mental illness is demonic, oppression, depression, and possession. That's what she said. That's what she said. Uh, what's up, sis? Tarina Page, God bless you. Uh, uh, um, so, so then, so, 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 of course, people wanted her to clarify. So Walter asked, he says, so you believe that all mental illness is due to a person being demonically oppressed? This was her answer. This was her answer. Y'all pray for these people because I wonder where these people get their non-degrees from. Uh, uh, my good friend, hold on, let me, let me get my good friend Stephen Thurston's response. He said, Geraldine, that's complete. I can't say the word because, you know, he does what he does. Because Stephen does the most. He said, but that's complete BS and over-spiritualization of an issue that has nothing to do with spirituality. Nothing to do with spirituality. Nothing. Uh, that's what it said. That's what it says. Uh, uh, let me keep going. Let me keep going. Let me keep going. He, said, he says, he says uh, there is a repugnant and ignorant uh, in the etymological sense of the word uh, assertion. He went, yeah, he, he pretty much went all the way in. So then she says, this is, what the, this is what the person who said this in. Watch this. She says, I've been working in the hardest skid row for the past 13 years. And mental illness is the root cause of chronic homelessness. This is what she said. And they have plenty of housing and mandating that all be housed. But because of mental illness, they either don't want housing and they choose to remain in tents. My ministry, her open-door skid row ministry, not only draws them in, but we serve food, all that good stuff. Okay, great. Then she says, I have prayed for many and have personally witnessed God bring them out of their condition. My greatest testimony was seeing a man with a lunatic spirit. The world would have called him mentally ill. 
returned back to his right mind, and the first words that he spoke was, I like what you're doing down here. Can I say this? And I don't mean any harm. And God bless you. I don't mean any harm. But we got to stop this stupidity and start calling everything a damn demon. I'm sorry. I said what I said. Y'all don't like it. Y'all can click off and come back later. We got to stop calling everything demonic. Everything ain't got nothing to do with demons. Some people are really sick. Huh? Some people really are bipolar. Some people really do suffer from depression. Even though I'm not a fan of over-medicating kids, some people do have ADD. We need to stop with this. Pray it out. Come to the altar. Let me put some Crisco and some olive oil on your head and grease you up in the Holy Ghost name and send you back off. Now you greasy and crazy. Hey, come stop. 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 Y'all got to stop. All this over uh, 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 demonizing everything. Stop. Stop. Don't talk about mental illness is a spirit. It, 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 it just it's, it's, it's asinine to me that somebody would, that you would literally think that. You think, watch this. You think God gave people the access to become psychologists, psychiatrists, and therapists just to have us ignore them and go to the preacher with no training? I ain't, I ain't gonna get no help. Look, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to the preacher with no training. Ain't been taught to counsel. A, a, a brick out of a paper bag and I'm going to go to him because he say he got the Holy Ghost and I'm going to lay on the altar and let him grease me up and send me home and then what? See, that's the same it, 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 it just it, it boggles my mind that, that we can have that level of stupidity. There is, a, there is a real need for antidepressant medication. Let me say that again, just in case somebody ain't listening or they can't hear right, turn your hearing aid up. There is a need for antidepressant medication. There is a need for it. Some people just have mental breaks. Tarina said, wait a minute, uh, to God be the glory, says, said, no knowledge of the word, <laughs> read, read word, and ask for understanding. Yeah. Tarina says, and a great deal of people is VIT deficient, one of the leading causes of vitamin deficient. Oh, okay. Vitamin D deficient, one of the leading causes of depression. I'm 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 confused. Angela says and some just thought out that way. Devastation uh when not dealt with properly you will lose something. Y'all listening. God kept me in the midst of all he kept me from the cause. Uh he kept me from cause I felt like it were better to just disappear. I'm telling you I kept but for his grace. Yeah, I'm kept but for his grace. Absolutely. Don't let, let, let me be clear. I'm not saying 
if you feel like if you are in a if you know that you're depressed, I'm not saying you shouldn't go to your pastor and ask him to pray, or go to whoever your spiritual whoever is and ask him to pray. I'm not saying not to do that. What I'm saying is let's not be so caught up that that's the only place you go. I'm going to tell you real talk. I, 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 I have two seminary degrees. Ain't now one of them. One say doctorate, the other one say master's. Ain't now one of them, not a man, told me how to deal with somebody with depression. None of them. None of them. None of them. But there are some who have went to school, some who know the signs, some who have recognized that sometimes there is a chemical imbalance going on here. Serena says, healing trauma also cause mental illness. Yeah. Right. Felicia said, I trust that God will take my high blood pressure pill and change my diet. Come on. Right, you praying for God, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay on the altar because I got uh, a hiding trauma will cause mental illness. Oh, hiding trauma. Okay, not, not, now I got it. Come on now. You're going to pray to God to take away your diabetes and your high blood pressure, but you're going to swallow a gallon of Simply Lemonade and eat five pork chops in one sitting. Lord, take away my high blood pressure. I'm going to lay it on the altar. No, you need some help. You're going to take this cholesterol medicine until you get your stuff together. Get you some Lipitor. I know you don't want that Lipitor. But you better get you something or, or, or change your habits. You pray all day long. Don't, I, I know prayer works. I'm not saying prayer don't work. But guess what? So do doctors. So do therapists, counselors, psychologists psychiatrist, whatever you want to, psycho, <laughs> psychotherapist, whatever you want to call them. All of those things work. You think God just allowed these people to go get all these degrees so we could ignore them and just come lay on the altar and get greasy? Come on. Y'all need to stop. It, 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 that, that really blew me. That really blew me. So, so then I asked the question, I, because y'all know my name is Dana. I do weird things, and I say stuff sometimes, and I just kind of say it. That's why I'll probably stay in trouble, but it's okay. I'll be trying not to, not really. But so I asked her, I said, well, if mental illness, if that's demonic, so what is, I know they don't call it, uh, uh, let me make sure I get the name right. They don't call it um, uh, mental uh, uh, um What's the word? They don't call it mental retardation anymore, right? Now, now, now it's got a, it's got a new name now. It's it's it's, it's called um, uh, um, uh, something uh, intellectually dis intellectually disabled. That's the new proper word. I want nobody to say I wasn't trying to be politically correct, even though normally I'm not. Pray for me. Yeah, you're learning. Why does she look at see Felicia? See, look, look, see, look at her. Get your friend. Get your. It's time for it's all, We ain't been on this long. She already in timeout. Talking about some slow. But at the same time, and the watch this. And like she said, and the judges were Christian. The judges were Christian folks. 
They were Christian folks. In an interview she did, she says, I'm depending on God. Intellectually challenged. So that's what it is? Okay. But we cannot, we have, we have to stop this, 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 oh, just lay it on the altar. Just lay it on the altar. I'm obese, I'm going to lay it on the altar. Okay. I'm going to stop it. What? You're going to pay for the altar. What you say? Yes, you did. But you're gonna, but but that's the that's 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 the craziness of all of this, and we don't recognize that we we are damaging people by allowing these conversations just to go without any uh any restrictions. We just letting these folks say whatever, whenever, any kind of way. That's it's it's just dumb, it, and and it's it, she said I know a whole lot of intellectually challenged folks. You know what? Somebody get. You know who said it? Oh, she. I can't see her coming. Really? Yeah. On restream? Uh, right now restream is streaming along. Oh, okay. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't understand the and 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 a lot of us know some some of these people. Uh, she gonna and, then, and we won't say prayer is the cure, not medicine. Really. Really. Prayer is the cure and not medicine. Okay. That, that, and that's why so many folks are running from the church. That, those thoughts are the reason so many folks are running away from the church. Because the simplest things, the simplest things, where you can direct somebody for some help, this is why it's so important that we, we come together with counselors and therapists and give them some, because a lot of folk in the church, watch this, there's a lot of folk in the church, and, and Tareen, I'm so glad uh, you popped on, and I'm hoping she's still on here, uh, uh, but there's so many different things that are going on in churches that have ruined people mentally, have broken them mentally, and yet they show up for church every week waiting on, 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 on some kind of healing. They show up every week, praying on the altar, ain't talked to not one professional, but show up every week praying on the altar. Yes, you got a bunch of medic, over-medicated folk. I understand that. But why can't the two coincide? Why can't that leader that preacher say, you know what, we're going to pray for you, but then I also have a resource for you. The church has a resource. We have a connection to this, uh, what do you need, a female therapist, a male therapist? We have Christian therapists. We, why can't the church be a resource? Instead of speaking against medicine, why can't we be a resource? Some of your messiest people in the church probably would not be as messy Come on now. They probably wouldn't be as messy if they had some place to talk to somebody outside of the pulpit. Come to prayer meeting. Okay, then what? How many times, and now, and now we're finding out if it's true, uh, the news reports are saying that uh, uh, Naomi Judd committed suicide. Uh, a couple, of, Quite a few news outlets are reporting that, right? So, so now... 
uh, it's a situation where how many times, how many preachers and pastors have we seen go to church, preach a sermon, and then go kill themselves? You don't think they was praying? You don't think they were, they were, they were praying for themselves? You don't think they were, they were seeking some, some help from, 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 from their coverings? We've talked about it extensively on this show. Preacher drove his whole family to church, drove back home, and shot himself in his driveway. Suicide. A preacher preached a whole series on suicide. And when he was done, he went home and killed himself. I'm sure he prayed. I'm sure he laid his hands on himself. It, no. We got to stop that. We got to stop that. We, we, are, we are damning people. Felicia says, especially with the church opening back up, we have to be sensitive and open to those conversations. Folks went into the pandemic. They may not have come out mentally. Yeah. She said, they've always said talk therapy and meds go together. Absolutely. My husband and kids are still alive because of Zola. You know what? No, I know it is. But she's saying her husband and kids are still alive because of Zola. I understand. But stop, Felicia. But I, I get it, though. I get it. I'm not, look. I am not a. I am not a fan of 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 any medicine that's gonna mess with your brain. But I understand that there is a need for it. Not a fan, but I understand that there is a need for it. Some people's minds need to be regulated. And I know we're gonna pray. He's a mind regulator. Yeah. So is that Zoloft too, though. I know, I know that's what some of y'all think. Oh, he needs to lay hands on that because he's a mind regulator. He's a burden bearer. I understand all of that. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our brothers and sisters to start directing these people to a place where they can get some real help, some sufficient help instead of inefficient help. Now, you can say, oh, my, 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 my pastor's anointed, and, and he can just lay hands, and folks will be healed, or, I, or I'm anointed. You can say that, too. I'm anointed, and folks will, will just be healed by, by what I'm doing. You can say all of that. Ain't going to mean nothing if you're doing all this, for, and folks still going home and dying. Folks still going home and sitting in the corner and rocking, sitting in the corner and shaking till next Sunday. Scared to go to work, scared to go outside, scared to do anything. They're just going to come to church. No deliverance. And when I say deliverance, I'm not talking about necessarily healing. No, no help whatsoever. Watch this. Sometimes the deliverance they will get will be you directing them to a resource. Huh? Sometimes it's a little simple fact that, yeah, we're going to pray for you. And when it's over, when you get through praying, I got this card. And I'm going to call this person for you, and we're going to get you an appointment. That could be, watch this, that could be the resource right there. But no, we're just going to keep having, we're just going to keep making you the highlight of the prayer service every week. Every week we're going to keep making you the highlight of the prayer service. We're going to keep doing that every week because, because it ain't working. 
whereas you might only need a counseling session here or there. It's just dumb. Carrie says, chemical imbalances usually require medication, just as sugar imbalances and cholesterol imbalances require medication. Right. And when you get up off the floor, you have to live like, yeah, come on. I don't get it. I, I, I mean, I shouldn't say I don't get it. I do get it. Uh, we have some small-minded people and some people who have taken what the Bible says so far out of context. It's ridiculous. Uh, Felicia says, I really don't think people understand mental illness. It's many things. Trauma. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that's the, that is the, 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 the silliness, the silliness of, 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 of a lot of the crazy stuff that goes on in the church. And at some point, um, they, I, I just don't think people get it. So, you know, and again, I, I am, I am hoping very soon, I'm hoping we're able to do it this summer. Um, uh, we're going to do uh, a, a, a huge piece on mental health here, where we're going to bring in, um, some, 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 some doctors and some therapists, uh, who dealt with all types of trauma. And we're going to have them here. And I'm not saying on TTLO, TTLO might help broadcast or whatever, but we're going to do that here. Uh, at the church where people can come in and, and, you know, we'll have doctors who are, and I know a lot of doctors and watch this. You don't, you don't think people need help. Talk to some folks that you know, got some therapists and watch them therapists say how booked they got during the pandemic because they took on all these new patients because they were sitting in front of cameras. Now they are overbooked. They are tired. They're tired. And you can say, well, you need to pray so you don't be tired. Okay, go ahead. Carrie Willis says, if the resources come directly from the church, people are more likely to use them. And that's just it. Why not be a conduit? Instead of an opposing faction, why not be a conduit to say, we're going to draw you to, we're going to push you to a place where you can get help. And Felicia, you were absolutely right about this. This pandemic really caused people to be in spaces and places that were absolutely unfamiliar to them because think about this what about the people who the only people they had to interact with were the people where they went to every day and now all of a sudden i have to sit at home and be bothered with me What happens? Those people who are used to having all of these different people they could go and speak to. I can go to work. I can do this. I can do that. And now everything is shut down. What about the person who might have been retired, whose whole day was consistent, got up or, 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 or consisted of, I'm going to go down the street and I'm going to go to the coffee shop. I'm going to give me a little breakfast. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to talk to the waitress. I'm going to talk to this person. I'm going to talk to that person. And now all of a sudden you can't do that anymore. Your whole routine was thrown off. You know the people who are who are that way, who have the same routine, where they go to these same places, and 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 you know what is it, OCD, whatever it is, and they go to these places, and they have to go all the time, and all of a sudden you are not allowed to do that. Now you have to just be with you. 
because you're already isolated. Now, don't get me wrong. If you were an introvert, you love this time frame. You love the pandemic. <laughs> Introverts love the pandemic. They was like, hey, this is the best thing ever. Felicia says it was uh, off the call yesterday. Everybody received hugs and they broke down. No laying on hands or nothing, just a hug. Wow. And for some people, watch this. That's what that's the contact that they needed. I don't need you foaming at the mouth and 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 uh uh you know all that kind of stuff. I don't need you doing all that. But but what I but what I do need you to do is 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 just, maybe maybe I just need somebody to shake my hand. Sometimes a hug is enough. Sometimes a hug is enough, but sometimes it requires more. And we can't be afraid to not push people towards a place where they can get help. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave that there. I'm gonna leave that there. All right, y'all. Look, it is it is eight o'clock, and it's going. We're gonna get ready to jump into uh, our conversation for tonight. Uh, five short timers. Five short timers who don't really help your church attendance. Five short timers that don't really help your church attendance. Uh, we're going to talk about that. But y'all can keep the chat going while we on break real quick. Y'all can stay in the chat and keep the chat going. If I see something, we'll jump right into it. I will not ignore your comments. Amen. Uh, in the meantime, in the meantime, uh, let's get on to this right. Uh, be right back, y'all. Come on, Asia. He's been good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been good. He's been good. He's been good. He's been good. That's the title of that song. He's been good. That is on the Nasia's CD. Dare to praise different. Check it out. Stream it. Download it. I have either one of them iPads over there. Thought I grabbed all the other ones over there. Yeah, that's why. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's jump into our conversation, simply entitled, uh, and it's something else silly I wanted to talk about. Let me see. Uh, wait a minute. She said, reply to the page. Have a good night. Hopefully the conversation blessed you in some way. It's not an easy convo, but definitely a necessary one. Oh, okay. All right. Y'all must have been having like a side conversation. <laughs> But I ain't mad. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. And Tarina will be on the show because, man, we can, like, that that trauma alone can cause you to lose all your mind. Uh, so we definitely can talk about that. And that's, I, I, I want to hold off on that one. And I'll probably try to get that to coincide with some, some of the other stuff we're trying to do. So, uh, but let's jump into uh, tonight's conversation. Five short timers, five short timers who don't really help church attendance. Five short timers, the term short timers. Uh, <clears throat> we can jump into it because I want I want I want I'm tr- I want to try to help educate some churches and some folks who you know every you know every church every church not since every church most churches are still trying to figure out how can we grow whether you know with through evangelism uh, outreach what can we do and all those things right so Mission on Monday always tries to touch on some of those things so let's jump into it uh, the writer the article is actually. Y'all, it's interesting. The, uh, the article came from Lifeway Resources. Uh, and Lifeway Resources, y'all know Lifeway Christian Resources. Uh, they part of the Southern Baptist Convention. It's one of the largest providers of Christian products and services uh, all over the place. So y'all already know about Lifeway Resources. So let's jump into it. Lifeway Resources, uh, this article came from them. It simply says this, everyone welcome. Yeah, he says, I can, count on, I can count the number of times I've seen a sign like that at the entrance of a church. Uh, it's an encouraging sight for pastors. The spirit behind those signs is genuine. We want you here. We want everyone here. And you want church attendance to increase. But here's the hard truth. The writer says, I learned many years ago, one of the reasons there is more than one church in nearly every town in America is because none of us is capable of being everyone's pastor. Let me read that again. For a pre- I believe there's a pastor somewhere listening to these exact words. You need to hear this very carefully. None of us are capable of being everyone's pastor. Furthermore, the writer says, while we should do all we can to close the back doors so that we are doing an adequate job of keeping up with those we disciple, there is nothing we can do to close that door completely. What does that mean? The back door of the church stays open. The best you can do is to at least close it. You might not be able to lock it, but you can close it. Some of us don't even care that the back door is open. We get so excited when they come down the aisle, we forget about them once they get in the door. Oh, God, we can talk about that later. The writer says this. Sometimes, (laughs) no matter what you do, people are going to leave. In my experience, the writer says, there are five types of individuals who are most likely not to stay very long. 
He goes on to say, he says, I'm afraid there is nothing in this article that will help you keep them. But perhaps if you have an advanced warning, their departure might not hurt so much. So here we go. Short timers who don't really help your church attendance. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Short timers who don't really help your church attendance. The first one, the writer says, the big fish. 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 Yeah, you know who the big fish is? Let me help y'all. The big fish says, the big fish is the man or woman who comes to you from another church, usually nearby, who felt their position and influence at their former church was no longer welcome, and they decided to take it elsewhere. Oh, yeah. Often the big fish was a board chairman or a deacon or prominent Sunday school teacher or maybe all of the above. And why in some cases a person with this kind of background is someone to be excited about adding to your roles or even increasing church attendance. Be wary of anybody coming into your church who cites their credentials in the first part of their conversation. My God. The best way you can discern the true motives of someone like this is to quickly assign them to something that requires a servant's art. Let me, let me, let me teach somebody. The writer says, the best way you can figure out about these people with all these titles is to put them in a position that requires a servant's heart. He goes on to tell this story. He says, once while planning a church, he said, I had a gentleman and his wife visit us. On his way out the door, he informed me that he had a lot of skill and knowledge about how a church should operate. And we would love, and he would love to help us out. In response, I literally handed him a toilet brush and asked him if he would be willing to help our volunteers clean the bathrooms. We never saw him again. Wow. He says, if the pastor is any kind of genuine leader, ah, (laughs) if the pastor is any kind of genuine leader, the big fish will likely swim off. And you'll find that. I find out quite often that people want to, to, to come to a place where if they feel like their title and their influence is no longer, like the, like the writer says, wanted, or they no longer have the influence they thought they had, they want to come someplace. And don't get me wrong, they might have a skill set, but if they feel like you're not going to allow them to run roughshod, like they ran roughshod wherever they were, nine times out of ten, they won't be visiting or be a guest at your church very long. They won't be, because they, 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 because they need the attention, they need the position. And sadly, so many of these people that want these titles have not done the necessary servant work to earn said title. We'll talk about that later. Talk about that later. Number two, number two. Again, we're talking about, we're talking about tonight, we're talking about five, five folks, five of them, y'all, five short timers who don't really help church attendance. Number two. Uh-oh. Y'all ready for this? The recovering patient. The recovering patient. The writer says, hurting people are everywhere. And many times the source of their injury has been a church. When these people find their way through your doors, they should also find an opportunity to heal. But once that healing takes place, don't be surprised if they head for the door again. Oh, Lord. He says, this can happen for all kinds of reasons. Perhaps the healing process produced in them a desire to go back to their former church and patch things up. 
or perhaps they are a little nervous knowing that the guy preaching to them every Sunday has seen the contents of their psychological underwear. Either way, don't be surprised when they start to leave. Any good shepherd hates to lose sheep, but in this case, be gracious and ensure that they land safely in another pasture where they can be fed. Watch this. We got to be careful about hurting sheep. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you hurting the sheep. I'm saying those that show up hurting. Why? We can be so desperate for people that we don't recognize that somebody is hurting. Watch this. And we can put them in a position to not only do more harm to themselves, but also hurt others. Because the phrase hurt people, hurt people is real. And people that are hurting mentally, spiritually, physically, whatever it might be, it's one thing that they're causing harm to themselves. But then you as a leader release them on to somebody else because you have not done your thorough examination. Can I help somebody real quick in this place? Y'all got to stop just putting folks over stuff just because you glad that they showed up at your church. I ain't going to get no help. I might get some pushback and some argument. I might get some some shady looks. But we got to stop giving folks uh, 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 assignments. Just because they show up two, three weeks in a row. Oh, Lord. We have to stop giving folks assignments. We got to stop giving people assignments. And we have not verified their resume. Oh, glory to God. Huh? We got to stop giving folks assignments. Just because they look like they fit the bill. Old Deacon used to say, we got to be fruit inspectors. I did. But we got to start inspecting some fruit. You want to be over the youth ministry. Have you ever been over one before? Which one? Where at? I got six kids. And having six kids does not qualify you to be over the youth ministry. Can I, t- can I take it a step further? Can I take it a step further? Just because you teach in a school doesn't qualify you to be over the youth ministry. I know, I know, I know, I know I'm going somewhere. We have to start being careful. Because if I allow, if, because if you come in, watch this. Oh, Pat, that's it right there. Come on now. She said, just because you qualified, I'm sorry. She said, just because you volunteered doesn't mean you qualify. I wish I had some help in here. Well, you know, I cook the greens. Not if they're crunchy. I make the potato salad. No, it's got raisins in it. No. Well, I want to be, you know, I, I, I. I, 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 I believe I've been called to preach. Okay, we're going to check. We're going we gonna, to we gonna see your fruit. That low-hanging fruit may be visible but may not be the best person. I know that's right. Well, you know, he come every week, so we might as well go and let him be over it. 
Well, she do show up every week, so let's just let's just do that. Sharice Costello says, stop judging too and running folk out of the place. Give people a chance to grow and show them the way. Come on. But you know what, uh, 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 Miss Costello, we, 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 we be so, you know, here, 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 here and, 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 and a lot of times, see, when you have a, watch this, when you are planting a church, trying to refurbish a church, I just threw the word refurbish out there. Trying to uh, revitalize the church. That's the word. Revitalize the church. Sometimes we have a tendency to overlook. Here it is right here. I could preach this. I just thank you, Holy Ghost. Red flags. My God. I will preach a sermon called Red Flag. I promise you I will. I'm going to preach me. You hear me over there? You got me. I'm going to preach me a sermon. Called red flag. We have a tendency to ignore red flags. Why? Because we're desperate. And we say, well, you know what? And see, a lot of times we'll do it because it's something that's small. Watch this. And it's something we don't want to do. Or is it and it's something, or with something we're not capable of doing. So what we'll say is, is that, well, you know, I really don't want to be bothered with that. So if you want to do it, you go right ahead. Huh? You go right in. So now you've assigned somebody to a job that you didn't want to do or that you couldn't do. And instead of you taking the time, watch this, to do your due diligence, you give these people jobs and positions. And now you've unleashed them. And oh, what do you find out when you unleash them? Huh? They crazy as hell. Huh? What do you find out when you unleash them? You find out that they don't that they had no business being over nothing. They weren't ready. They had not been trained. I wanted to drive a car as soon as I saw one, but I needed somebody somebody had to train me. Huh? There's a reason why we got to get driver's license, even though most folks got them can't drive. But there's a reason why you at least have to go through some semblance of a process. There has to be some, thank you, order. Order is a must. You've got to have some kind of order. All you're doing is creating room for chaos. Let's go, let's go, let's go. We're talking about five short timers that might not help your church attendance. Number three, number three, number three. Number three says, uh-oh, uh, read Pat's comment. Just because the position is vacant doesn't mean you should take the first person who steps up and says, They'll take it. Ooh, my God. Guess what? I, and let me, let, me, let me help you all with something. I, I was in the corporate world for a long, 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 long time. We had many positions that stayed vacant. Why? Because we couldn't find qualified people to fill them. Or we had some of people who filled positions, or we had positions that were high turnover. Why? High turnover means something about either them or the position did not fit, meaning they could not meet the standard, and so you constantly were bringing other people in, meaning you didn't take the time to take the time to find out what the real reason is, right? Carrie says, 
assign the job to the unqualified hurts them and the church. So training is necessary if the assessment results if the assessment results point to detriment. Ooh. Yeah. Let's go. Number three. Number three says the lobbyist. The lobbyist. The lobbyist. The lobbyist. Ready? The writer says this. The lobbyist has an agenda. Uh oh. See people showing up. The lobbyist has an agenda, but unfortunately. It's not Jesus or his great commission. The writer says, fortunately, the lobbyist is usually easy to identify because the issues he or she cares about are normally plastered on their shoulders like sponsors on a stock car at the Daytona 500. When the first conversation a pastor has with someone involves questions like, how often do you preach explicitly about the doctrine of grace? Or what supports do you have for my homeschool kids? Or what do you believe about the rapture? Or can I talk to you about disturbing uh, or distributing voter guides to the membership about efforts to take our guns away? Well, you have a lobbyist on your hands, folks. And, 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 and nearly everything in the church has to take second place to their poverty initiative, mission trip, or their theological agenda. Such a person will only hang around for as long as he or she feels the body is appropriately feeding his or her agenda. They are there for themselves and not the overall church or the attendance or the health of the body. The lobbyist. Ooh, Pat, I, I, I want to do a concert. I think we should do a concert. Oh, we really need to do a concert. Really? That's, what, that's, that's, that's a priority. Ooh, Pastor, we need to have a banquet. We need to have a banquet. Tanya, don't you want to go to the banquet? <laughs> we need to have a banquet. A banquet for what? We should do this. We should do that. Can we get some outreach? Pastor, we should, we should have a, 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 a this and a that. We should have this. For what? Yeah. And it's amazing to me. Y'all can come up. Let, let them say we want to have a banquet. Folks will come up for, with money. They, I'll, I'll donate this. I'll donate that. Okay, we need we 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 need we need some money for some uh, Christian education books, huh? Well, the church ain't got it. No, just like y'all want to volunteer for this. Why you can't you? Why you can't volunteer for that? Oh, cause it ain't your program. Oh, it's not it's not it's not your vision. So we can't give because it's not your vision. It's not what you've all. You know what I've always wanted to do? Oh, okay. Then you should, you know what you should do? Start you a church so you can do it. Because you always wanted to do it? Start you a church so you can do it. What happened? That's the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh! That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I've always wanted to do this. Yeah. And then what? And you know what's amazing to me, the people that say I've always wanted to do it, let me see your plan. Because if you always wanted to do it, you should have a plan that's got, like, man. Yeah, it, it, should, it, should, it should be, it should have a... Man. It, it should look like the best, uh, what's that, um, science Come on. report. And Come on. It should have a title, objective. I need to all see the all your, the need. business plan, your budget. If you, you, I've always wanted to do this. Okay, let me see your plan. Let me see your plan. All my life I've been in church. I've been wanting to do. Okay, so your whole life. 
your whole life. And then when we finally say, you know what, sister so-and-so, we're going to let you do this thing. Well, you know, I, I need some help. Wait a minute. No, no. All your life you had to fight. You, all your life. You've been trying to get this plan working. And now that you got it, you ain't ready because you had no plan. It was just something you've been, it was a pipe dream. Or as Tanya said earlier, make a wish. I wish would. Right, I wish. Wish factor. That's what we're doing. And we expect, we expect God to get glory out of that foolishness? Is that, really, is that really what we expect? Out of that foolishness. Let's keep going, let's keep going, let's keep going, let's keep going. Uh, Felicia said... <laughs> Uh, uh, she says, right, the NRA has lots of money for gun laws, but not for school education. Of course not. Why would they? Why would they? Number four. Number four says, again, we're talking about, we're talking about the five short-timers. We're talking about short-timers, short-timers, y'all, short-timers. Five short-timers who won't help your attendance. Number four, uh-oh, the early adopter. <laughs> the early adopt this is what the writer said he says it's always it always stokes the ego when someone very quickly falls in love with your church and seeks membership Mm. but beware with rare exception people tend to walk out in generally the same way they walk in allow listen to this and listen carefully i'm gonna read this slow allow and encourage people to take their time when considering your church Membership as a local expression of Christ's body is viewed by the scriptures as a covenant relationship, not at all unlike marriage. So don't get too excited when people treat your membership process like a Vegas wedding chapel. Early adopter. I know we get excited when folks come in and want to jump in on stuff. Can you check it first? Allow them to uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, uh, not migrate, but it's another word. Uh, but allow them to to get themselves. Uh, uh, huh? Acclimate is good too, but that ain't the one. Oh, it just hit me. You ready? I'm ready. Big word alert. Matriculate. Ha! Ah, glory to yeah, God. Yeah, I told you. Big word alert. <laughs> allow them to matriculate and and get themselves into position. Some slow people in the back. Acclimate. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Uh, 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 uh. But allow, allow them to get themselves. Get to, I don't think that's the right word, though. Now that I think about it. Trickle says you come from somewhere. No, that's coming from somewhere. That's different. Wrong word. But I like the way it sounds. Acclimate a word. We'll stick with acclimate. Thank you. There you go. You something like a doctor. So there you go. <laughs> but again, we got we got to stop. We have to stop. Uh, um, being so giddy. Don't get me wrong. Be excited when they join. Be excited that they say they have a skill set. Watch this. So can you join the church and wait to get a ministry or not join until you're ready for a ministry? Ooh, Felicia, great question. Two parts. So can you join a church and wait to get in the ministry or not join until you are ready for a ministry? I think that's two part, Felicia. Here's the deal. Let's say, let's just say, let's just say you have a, a AV background, Felicia, right? 
Let's say you have an AV background, audio video. A for real one, not just a, I turned the, I turned the power button on, but a for real one. And, and you join a church that has either a thriving AV ministry or some semblance of an AV ministry. And you join it. And, and you say, I want to join this ministry. Now, you come to church. You've been a part of the church. After you go through, and I believe every church, I don't care what version of Christianity it is, Pentecostal, apostolic, <laughs> coaching, oh Lord, hold on you. It don't matter what, what version of church you go to. I think there ought to be some semblance of new members training, meaning new members training for that particular organization. Once you're done with that, I then think if you have, and watch this, if you know a person's background, if you know a person's background when they join, this is why when they join church, when they, after, they, after you get that information, and you, and, you, and you get all the information when they join, you know, your name, birthday, address, all that kind of stuff. Hey, what do you know? What do you currently, what do you currently do? What do you work at? Blah, 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 blah. That, all that stuff is important. And all that stuff you would find out probably, it's kind of a lot to ask on the day they join the church. But when they come to new members class, that's when you can get it. You can have them fill out a little questionnaire. Hey, we want to know what you do. Where do you work? What do you do? What's your background? All that. Oh, you were at such and such church. He says, oh, I do. She says, I used to do screen works at Lifeline. Okay, then. There you go. That's good to know. Great. Now, watch this. That don't mean you're going to come and take over the AV ministry with the church you just joined. You might be able to say, hey, you know what? Can we put you on this camera over here? Can, we, can you help us with the camera? And then you can say, hey, you know what? I saw y'all use this graphic. Can I show you? Well, here's one that I used to use. Check this one out. Well, I used to get my graphics from this. Well, I created this with this. Well, I did that. You want to show? That's great. Now, it's different when you come in with experience and you see the place where you're going does not have much or anything at all, and you say, man, can I take this over? Because this is, this, is, this, is, this is struggle university right here. Can I come get a piece? Of, can I, who doing this? Or you see that nobody's doing it. That's different. That's different. Very different. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Last one. Number five. Number five. I forgot I had an announcement about a, um, a bereavement uh, thing I had to announce. Uh, somebody from the bowling alley. I don't know if you saw it or not. Uh, so here we go. Number five. Number five. The last one says, uh-oh, let me read the comment. Uh, Felicia says, I kind of want to do, get somewhere and sit down and listen. Ministry right now. Yeah. <laughs> get somewhere and sit down and listen. Ministry. I know that's right. Uh, Carrie says, I went to my church as a visit for almost four months and then joined. It's been about almost five months, and I still feel like I'm matriculating to an extent. Okay. Yeah, you're still showing up. As you should. Plus, I know you didn't do new member training, because we had stopped it. 
<laughs> Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Number five. Number five. The fifth one about the short, five short term short timers who won't add to your attendance. Number five. The critic. Oh, the critic. The critic. The critique. The critic. The writer says this. It was a four minute drive from my office to the restaurant. And in, and in that time, the new prospective member I was treating to lunch had already given me detailed information about what was wrong with three other churches in our town as the basis for why he and his family were now worshiping with us. <laughs> the writer says, I should have seen it coming. Six months later, after multiple exhausting meetings with many leaders and endless questions, I received an email that would be searching out new church options that they will be searching out new church options. Whichever he, wherever he is now, I'm sure his new pastor is getting an earful about my congregation. I pray for that pastor daily, by the way, because like me, he probably has no idea what's coming. The writer says, when your first conversation with a prospective member involves multiple hypercritical questions, answer them as best you can, but don't allow the critic to sap your energy and sidetrack your time. Chances are, no matter how much, oh Lord, time and energy you invest, he will eventually find something wrong with you and your congregation. That is just too much for him to bear, and he will move on. There are a lot of folks who probably have a lot of ideas about what they could do with a church. I am one. I am one. Some stuff is aesthetic for me. Right? I would never try to help some change, tell someone to change their leadership style. I think leaders are, are, are born and then they are groomed and then they are taught and then they lead. Notice what I said, born, groomed. David was born a leader, but he had to be taught. He sat and waited a long time while Saul was on the throne, a long time. You cannot jump into a position. It's easy to say what you would do when you're driving, in the, when you're, the, when you're, the, when you're the, the, the co-pilot. It's easy to say what you would do when you're in the, in the passenger seat. It's easy. Well, I would do this. And, and, and watch this. It doesn't mean you're wrong. But if you are, every other word is a critique. Every other it's never an uplift. It's always a, man, they could have did this. Man, they could have did that. Now, let, let me be clear. Let me be clear. When you are in leadership, part of your job is to assess. There's difference. There's a difference between criticism and assessment. Be real clear. There's a difference between criticism and assessing or assessment. When you assess something, you look at it on a whole and say, how can we do something? What did we do? How did we do it? Why did we do it that way? And can we do it better? That's not a, crit- that's not a criticism. That's not being hypercritical. That's saying, oh, wow, what can we do differently? This went well. That went well. That was okay. That was a little shaky. Can a little shaky be fixed? Or, or do we need to get rid of Lil Shaky? Right? Do we, need to, do we need to put Lil Shaky back on the shelf and make some adjustments to Lil Shaky? Or are we going to keep putting Lil Shaky on display? 
That's not being hypercritical. That's taking a wise assessment. That's what leaders do. Leaders say, hey, I noticed for the last couple of weeks, this has become a problem. And because it has become a problem, we're going to take this off the list. We're going to take this off the list. And we're going to, and, and, and we, need, we need to go back and, and, and redo this, or we're just going to shelve it until it's ready. Stop being so anxious to put things out that your quality looks bad. Oh, God. The Bible says be anxious for nothing but in everything. Oh, Lord, bless the Lord. We got to stop. And, I'm, and, and, it's not, and it's not critical, watch this, it's not critical to give an assessment. And maybe, maybe it's the corporate world in me, right? That's why it's, I believe the corporate world in me, because I, 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 I just believe that if, if, if ministries, you know how we have business meetings, science? And, and business and, and the different ministries, sometimes are asked to give a report. I think that's, I think that's a necessary thing. But watch this. I think as a leader, your job is to give a review of said ministry. Give a review of that ministry. Okay, so it's been six months since your uh, uh, this is this is this is this is what you know uh 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 uh. uh I, 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 I believe, I believe we need to sit down and say, okay, let's look at the first quarter of the year. What has your outreach ministry been doing for this first quarter? What's your plan? At the end of the year, let's look back at the last year. Okay, what's your plan? What's your, what's your 90-day plan for the first quarter of the new year? Every leader should have sat down with his ministries. In, in, in la- the last part in October of last year, when we knew we were about to come out of this pandemic, when stuff had started opening up to say, okay, how are we going to hit the ground running in January? Spring is here, even though it don't feel like it. Spring is here. And some folks still ain't got a real plan in place. Spring is here. Spring is here, and 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 and, and what what uh, what are you ready? Okay, okay. So outreach, all right. Evangelism, okay, great. All right. Uh, 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 Christian education. What y'all got planned? What's the plan? Seems like the only time you want to plan stuff in the church is when money is involved. What's the budget? <laughs> oh, then oh, everybody show up for that one. About the money. Start saying evangelism. All you hear is. Right. We got to do what? On the street. <laughs> and talk to people. <laughs> That's the foolishness of it all. It is so important. And you, you, you do your church a disservice. You do yourself a disservice by not giving a full and fair assessment of the ministries in your church. Because what you may find is you got 22 ministries on written down and only six of them are functioning. 
two of them on life support and the rest of them been dead, y'all just ain't had the funeral? All right, Tori says Luke 8 and 1 should be the plan. Luke 8 and 1. Let me see what Brother Tori said on here. God bless you, sir. Good to see you tonight. Uh, hold on. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. Luke 8 and 1 should be the plan. Let's see. Luke 8 and 1. <sighs> Luke 8 and 1. King James says, and it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. That should be the plan. Oh, you talk about for outreach. Yeah, absolutely. Evangelism, absolutely. I was wondering where that was going. But yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We, 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 we owe it. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to God first because we want excellence. We want excellence. We want to glorify him in an excellent way. We want to give him the best that we have. That shouldn't be that, – that, that's not a difficult request to, 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 to strive for excellence. We'll never be perfect. We'll never be perfect. But you still should practice. Your skills still need to be honed. That should be a level of, 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 of excellence that you have a belief that you, that you and your organization can reach. And if you and if and if you're okay with the status quo by just showing up and you know saying hey did it you know I'm here we here let's see what we got no and Felicia you said something about restaurants she said put the memo out to some of these restaurants presentation everything absolutely it is we have an obligation to God and community we serve yes absolutely we do. And just showing up at your church and ignoring your community, let me tell you something. That is a failure happening, waiting to happen, or has happened. If the best you do in your community is show up at your church on Sunday and maybe Wednesday, is to drive in, have your church, shout your shout, and go home, never having affected the community you're in, why are you there? Why are you there? Let me get out, let me get out of this, y'all, so we can get out of here. The writer says this at the end. He says, um, pastors should be kind to all who enter the church they shepherd, but pastors should also be wise and tough enough to realize that you can't count on everybody to be with you for the long haul. If you want to grow your church, give less time to short timers. <laughs> if you want to grow your church, give less. Some folk are just at your church to be there. They have no interest in growing. Watch this. They have no interest in growing. They have no interest in helping. They are just there so that they can say, I am a member. And guess what? You just keep teaching and preaching. It's just like in a classroom. I have some kids that I have come to recognize that they are just at school. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not going to still teach them. That doesn't mean I'm still not going to try to help them. But guess what? What I am going to do is make sure that those children that really, really need some help, those children that are 
are, are, are on the edge of doing something great, but I know that if they don't get the attention they need, they're going to fall through the cracks. That's where my focus has to be. I can't, I can't just focus on, oh, you showed up today, but I ain't, I'm, I'm here because my mama sent me. I ain't here to do nothing. It's one thing when the kid don't care. Y'all take a kid that don't care, but a parent that does. I can deal with that. I can deal with a kid that don't care, but a parent that does. Now, when I get a kid that don't care and a parent that don't care, Oh, y'all pray for us. Let's 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 do this. I did want to make uh, one quick uh, announcement. We so um, our bowling league, our bowling league lost a person. Uh, I mean, I guess you didn't see it on the thing uh, on April the thirtieth. Uh, I guess the day before. Uh, oh no, on the thirtieth, uh, George McCoy. George McCoy passed away. Uh, he is. If you looked at the picture on it. Yeah, if you look at the picture on in our thing, uh, he passed away. One of our bowling, uh, one of our bowling, uh, our bowling league members passed away. George McCoy. So we definitely want to keep his family lifted up uh, in prayer. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. The Lord says, my osmosis babies. I hope they learn something just from being present. I know that's right, and that's what, and that's all you can do is teach and hope that you know what when you going in and out, when you zone in and out that you caught something, that something stuck, that something stuck with you. That is a hope. Uh, but that's it, y'all. That's it. That's it. Let's do this. I am, what's 854? Tiny, we on time. Huh? We on time. Uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, We're going to get ready to pray. We're going to get ready to pray. Gonna, let me see. Brian Tory says, then said he unto the disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Yeah. Pray ye therefore that the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth. La- yeah. 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 And, and watch this. A lot of times we want to look for leaders. And sometimes we just need some folks to do some picking. How's Antioch Church doing? Uh, we're going to talk about that, Felicia. Uh, that's actually going to be, um, and it might be this Friday. I haven't confirmed yet, uh, but I had a good long talk with Pastor Gerald Du over at the Antioch Church about, and he will come on. He's coming on here. Uh, I think he was on Moody Radio tonight. He did Moody, Moody Radio tonight. Uh, he's going to come on here. Uh, I reached out to a friend of mine who works at uh, 1390. I'm going to try to get him on there. Because uh, they have some things that they're doing uh, at Antioch where it's not just about, I love, I love, let me tell you something. When you got a good mentor that's, that's about the business, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like it. Uh, not only is he working on getting Antioch rebuilt, and I, I'm going to let him share this when he comes on, but he's trying to help other churches so that if, and when, because unfortunately, all the, both of these things are true. If and when this happens to another church, that they can be in the right position for if and when this does happen. So that's going to be a great conversation. I'm going to make sure y'all going to see it when it's 
we're going to try to get it up as soon as we know um, for a fact what day it's going to happen. And we'll pub it, and it'll be out there for everybody to see. And uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about that and some other things with him. So uh, absolutely, absolutely. Let's pray so we can get out of here, y'all. Father God, we thank you uh, again, God, for another day. God, we thank you for uh, another uh, month that you've allowed us to see in this year of 2022. God, we are grateful for you and everything that you continue to do for us and in us. Now, God, we would ask that you would continue to bless us, God, on this platform. God, continue to give us this access, uh, God, to your people. God, continue to give us fresh word and a fresh uh, teaching for your people. God, continue to give them uh, the, the, the want to and the zeal to go out and, and, and teach a dying world what they must do to be saved. God, continue to bless these households and these homes of the listeners and watchers and viewers. God, continue to bless all those who are affiliated and associated with this show in whatever role they may play, God, whether even if, even if they just be a hater. Ha! Bless them anyhow, Lord. Uh, God, we're just grateful for you. We're thankful for you. And we love you, God, uh, in all that you do. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, so I'm going to get out of here because your boy is tired. You all know Mondays is rough. Mondays is rough, you know. Uh, Mondays will be better once... Uh, <laughs> What school is that? And there are 38 days left. Y'all know I'm counting. 38 days of school left. 38 of them. 38 of them. All right, y'all. We're going to get out of here. Y'all stay blessed. Stay safe. And if you got to drive, y'all know the place. Do the special. Specials. What is it? The special city we call Chicago. Do me a favor, my brothers and my sisters. Keep your head. Yeah, that thing between on between your shoulders. On a swivel. Two T's. One L. One O. Yeah. With your hands lifted up, say, say.